Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude. This is Real Spoilers, episode 634, 633A. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is almost like an annual. Yeah, there we go. You know, or a, or a variant cover. Yes. So yeah. so uh, I was uh, on vacation last week on a socially distanced romantic getaway with the wife. Don't worry, I was not socially distanced <laughs> So wait, you and the wife were socially no, no, no. distanced? Oh, no. Oh. Oh, no. So that, that kind of defeats the purpose. Yes. <laughs> Depends on how you feel about your wife. <laughs> I um, guess that's fair. Was the first wife. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> cannot, that's, a, that's a court mandated socially distance. That's not be socially like, distanced enough. <laughs> so um, so I wasn't here. And then there wasn't really a big movie this week. And so Joe and, and then Kevin had scheduling conflicts. So then Joe came up yes. with the idea. Of like, well, why don't you just talk about Snyder Cut? <laughs> so here I we mean, are. If there's any of us <laughs> Real, that needed to talk about this movie, <laughs> Real Spoiler Six Thirty Three A release the O'Keefe Cut. Uh, yeah, and I feel bad for whatever poor the the guy who was our editor now uh, <laughs> for whatever he's going to have to do. He's going to sit through I, this topic twice. Something tells me. <laughs> Well, or or I could paid. be wrong, and you could have fallen in love for four and a half hours, perhaps. So, uh, <laughs> before we dig into that, uh, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you get a podcast from. You can find us. Be sure while you're there to uh, follow us so you never miss an episode. And of course, check us out on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page and join the group. 
and the group is called the League of Show Sharers because we are hoping you will share an episode. And last week, boy, you guys came out in force and shared episodes. Boy, howdy. I don't know if they'll be more excited or less excited this week. It's kind of <laughs> could be a real ego check. <laughs> yeah. So I guess for me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, people who were uh, were uh, kind enough to share an episode last week. Here we go. Glenn Cougar Mellon Brewer, Julianne Jordan, Librarian Cynthia, Chris Williams, Jeff Wildman, uh, Gabriel Lugo, Pat Andy, Tammy Sherman Powers, Laura Connolly Quiddick, Ralph Tribble, Heather Sachs, Ron Johnson, Travis T. Witt, John Friedman, Chris Falls, Brad Hyen, Chris Magic Man, Chris Sanders, Emin Miller Film Review, We Have a Hulk, Collateral Cinema, Matt Naglia, a.k.a. Jeanette, Binge Movies, The Movie Journey, it's a Fandom Thing, Josh Dykstra, Cinema Recall, geek to me Radio, Invasion of the Remake, Ronnie Castle, Evan McKenzie, Colby Mack, In Session Film, Ryan Carey, Ryan Terry from the Forza Crowd Podcast, Feel and Film, Mike, Mike, and Oscar, and maybe the best League of Show sharer ever, Oh, Tom O'Keefe. Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to yeah. be. That's what I thought that was <laughs> since going I, Since I wasn't on the episode. <laughs> yeah, the I Brad Hyen rule. Yeah, the Brad Hyen rule. So. Is, that, is that your first Brad Hyen no, rule? No, no, no. I, I did it a while back. I forget which, okay, one, okay. which one I wasn't here for, but I but I shared it because I, I was – and that's just to – basically just to torment <laughs> Brad Hyen because that's always fun. I like it. I yeah, like it. and so – that's uh, just a little, little dig there. So uh, anyway, good. Uh, also, don't forget we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers, where for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content and you help out the show um, whenever we need new equipment or to pay the editor, things like that. Just uh, helps keep the, the, the wheels moving over here. So homeboy's going to earn his paycheck this week. <laughs> Lots of chicken <laughs> noises, maybe. I don't know. We shall see. Maybe not for me. I already I got mine out on the last one. <laughs> so uh so anyway there's all of that let's uh let's dig in shall we so i don't think we have to go over what this is i think it's pretty obvious yes uh what this is i i did want to touch on briefly uh before we get going is there has been this debate about toxic fandom recently yes. and i feel like there that that there ex- it exists Absolutely around this it movie and yes. it has become around and i, I no don't more I feel like it's more around Zack Snyder than this movie. The, just this movie, but w- w- obviously is getting the focus of it because of Zack Snyder. But I, I, I feel like there's something about Zack Snyder that, that draws these guys out, and I don't. And it is guys, maybe for the most part, right? And I, yeah, and I, no, totally. And I don't get it. And like now they're like, uh, they're review bombing Godzilla versus King Kong. Godzilla, like because like Warner Brothers won't restore the Snyder universe. Yeah, and it's and. It, and who knows if they will or won't or should or shouldn't, but it's just like, I, all I could think when I saw that story was like, man, these guys are like my ex-wife. Even when they get what they want, they're not <laughs> yes, happy. Exactly. Like, they're exactly. A yes, that's exactly right. pit of, of neediness, and then nothing will ever make them happy. Not one thing, which is why you don't engage with people like this. Like, And, and I'm not saying I, that they shouldn't. We said, we said, we yeah. said that, that this is a bad, to, to release this cut, after everything that had happened, I feel like is a bad idea. Not because the movie shouldn't be out there, but because you're giving in. Because it's given a stray cat milk, and, and right, right, and that, and and I will say this is better than the other one. Easily, but the like, bar's so like, low. So, so, like, even though I don't think they should have done it, and I'm not really a huge Zack Snyder fan, I don't hate him, but I'm just like, I, like, 
you didn't get my Picard? card either. Like I don't understand the passion, but <laughs> but um, but uh, this is definitely better than the other one. But here's a good life lesson for the kids out there: just because one thing is better than another thing doesn't mean either of those things is good. Yeah, right. <laughs> the grass isn't always greener, and this is sometimes your dog pisses on both sides of the fence. Yeah, what this movie desperately needed was Topher Grace, not as an actor, but as an editor. <laughs> like this is a good two and a half hour movie that can't stop playing with itself. And so here's the question, though: Is it a good two and a half hour movie, or like because the ultimate cut of BVS is three and a half hours? And if you watch that version, no, that version also. I, no, I'm not saying do, I'm not saying do it. <laughs> I'm not. But I'm saying like that that version, the three and a half hour version of BVS, does make more sense. Yeah. Than the other cut. So it's like I thought this was supposed to be two movies. I thought this was supposed to be a Justice League one and a Justice League two. There's no way, that, at least in this current format, this could have ever played as two movies. I didn't think so either, but I was like, man, four hours. If you wanted to release this as four hours in a theater, that's a lot. You're asking yeah, a lot. You are asking a lot. Yeah, you would need an intermission, uh, you, you maybe multiple. But uh yeah. but but this doesn't this doesn't play like the the way the narrative flows, and I use the term narrative loosely, the way the narrative <laughs> flows, like there's there's not like a there's not like a clear dividing point like at the two hour mark because honestly the first two hours of this movie is prologue like yes yeah. this, this movie does <laughs> almost nothing for the first two hours except set things up in a pretty slow manner and then I heard a joke like, where he's where WB was like okay we know that the Marvel has done 10 movies to get a to get them to their point yeah let's do the same thing and Zack Snyder's like no 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 just let me make two movies at six and a half hours and we're good to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and they still have the problem after all this of, of that. They haven't earned this movie, right? And, and part no, not of what even make, close. Not part even of close. what makes this movie so slow, besides the fact that it's literally slow, right? Like 40% <laughs> of the movie is in slow motion. Slow-mo, yeah. Is that... Like they have to stop and and kind of tell you who people are and give you origin yeah. stories and uh, you know what I mean and to so three it's like, new characters yeah and, and when you do an Avengers movie they've done all that on the side and you're either up to speed or you're not and 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 you're they're off to the races but if you, can but if you're if you're not you can go rent one of those movies absolutely like, oh okay this is this is where Scarlett Johansson shows yeah up. I this mean, is where Avenger the Avengers or MCU really benefits from the fact of one that each movie pretty much makes all of the money in the world right so that's helpful right. but yeah. also right, right. because we live in an age where you can go and revisit these movies anytime you want and that's really pretty much only been a thing over the last you know 25 ish years i mean you could make the argument for uh yeah you can make the argument for home video in the 80s but it was still like it was a lot more difficult and and a store might only have once a movie got old one or two copies of it and right we're now in the age of digital like you can go watch them whenever you want on demand and and get caught up if it's important to you and so but like, sure. so when they or get you can to, watch a clip on YouTube, not even yeah. the whole movie. Like, show me the I, if you want to see the introduction of the Black Widow, type it into YouTube. Right. There's a five minute clip, and you're done. Totally. And so, um, but so they they but they earned their their team up movie, right? Like, and, absolutely, yes. And and so they can just tell the story. And the thing is, is that 
this story, you know, running time be damned, doesn't really feel all that epic, right? Like I, I felt the the weight of the 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 danger or pardon the mixed metaphor crisis in Avengers hey, in, oh. in, in Infinity yeah. War sure, and sure. right like I like that like that felt like a real threat it was a real challenge where here it's just them chasing after MacGuffins and it's like that's every superhero movie practically and yeah it, there's no mention in in Man of Steel uh, I don't really count Suicide Squad because that doesn't really tie in besides it has Affleck and Harley in it like right. or Affleck I guess um, but there's no mention of mother boxes. Yeah. There's no mention of anything in those movies where in the Marvel stuff, we've got infinity stones. We've got Thanos in event. Like we've got all that stuff being set up. It's been being, going forward. It's been playing out in the background for a decade by the time we get yeah. to it. And right, so, right, right. and then you're seeing all the, and, and then it's the, the fun aspect of you're seeing all these characters interacting with each other that maybe haven't met up yet or haven't interacted in this capacity and I mean, obviously, some of them have, but not all of them. And sure. and uh, and so, like, that's a lot of fun. And you know, watching this movie, all I could think was, this is the Fast and Furious of superhero movies, right? <laughs> like, sure, it does all the things, <laughs> go, but go on. It's completely joyless, and and like, like, yes, I would agree. E- even even with Avengers having like super high stakes right the whole universe is going to disappear and it's just you know like but it's still it was still fun and it was still had oh yeah you get the you get the you know the the i i think of that movie and i think of the one scene that always comes to my mind is like the fun scene is where bruce banner shows up yeah and he's like i'm always angry and he smashes that giant thing in the face. Yeah. And then Captain America just says, Hulk, smash. And he just smiles and jumps off and just starts smashing right. things. Yeah. Like, that's the funness of it. Right. And I, and I agree. Like, that is completely devoid in these. And there's a little bit. It's funny, like, Josh Whedon, Joss Whedon tried to punch it up. And he, and, do, and that and went too far. So far. It was. And there, there are moments in this of levity. A little bit, like and the Flash and Batman. There, I like, was going to say that's the, there. I think a better way to say it is there are flashes of levity. Yes, yes. Uh, Which and, I and, got into in the last episode. This isn't Barry Allen. No, this is Wally. West. Get that out of the way. This they, is this. Thank you very much. Right, like yes, they, he, they, his dad's in jail. Sure, but they called him Barry Allen, but they wrote him like Wally West, <laughs> and it's a distinction that right. matters to to only the nerd nerdiest of nerds. But, Correct, but and I'm also like, <laughs> how did he get the Speed Force if he doesn't? That's work in what the I crime said. Yeah, like he gets <laughs> his powers in the crime lab, and so he's. And then movie ends with him getting a job at the crime lab. I'm like, well, where did? The, <laughs> but how did? What did the? Uh, what? So. Does, but, but I mean, we'll get a Flash movie. Yeah. And, and maybe they'll tell us there. I, I don't know. Th- th- one of my favorite memes I saw coming out of this movie is the, the scene where he's in the dog shop and he touches the win- the window and it shatters when he touches the glass yeah. door and it shatters. And yes. <laughs> did you see this one? And it says... No. And it says... Uh, it was something like, this works because Windows does not support Flash. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, that's a that's a the man. That's yeah. that is well done. Well done indeed. And so, very, um, but, indeed. But yeah, so like, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, Flash steals this movie. Like, I don't like 
this Flash. I loved it's, him. It, like I interesting, want, interesting. I want a whole movie of this guy. Like I guess like, what you're gonna get it next year. Good because I thought, like I said, I thought Flash stole the movie. Maybe just because everything else in this movie is so dour that when he, when he comes in, it kind of brightens up. Um, sure, sure. But uh, the, his end, I think his ending scene is the most Barry Allen that we get of this version of the Flash. Yeah. Where he's hurt and he's trying to fight through it. I said before that like, my it's wife a shame crazy. that we... Ne- when, when he's Why? in that scene. Because she's like, that is such poor running form. It is not efficient. <laughs> like, <laughs> he does run really weird. Like, and like, his like, arms well, are all kind of like, that, all like the place. He's, he's really trying hard and he's really... And she's like, <laughs> but that doesn't make you run faster. That makes you run slower. She's like, if someone's trying to win the Olympics, they don't look like that. And they really yeah. want to win the Olympics. And she's like... And, and you know, obviously... We have this fitness podcast, and, and so she's learned a lot. And she's actually be, uh, is a certified personal trainer. She doesn't teach anybody, Dang. but she, she took all the classes and everything, so she knows what she's talking about. And, sure. Uh, but she was just like, ugh, that doesn't know. That's making him run slower. <laughs> and I was like, well, I Speed did, Force, He does maybe? run very... It's, it's almost like Ezra Miller doesn't know how to run. I kind of like, think... He might not. And, <laughs> but I also get, like, they're going for a look, because in the comic books, when you see him running really flash, fast... He is kind of like elongated, elongated and forward like that. So they're they're trying to replicate that. My guess is he's on wires to even lean forward to that degree. Oh, probably. And uh, and and still like make those motions. So like I I don't think I mean I think that's a choice. I don't even know that that's a choice he made. I think that's probably oh, a choice sure. Zack Snyder made and was like this is how it's gonna look and what do we got to do to get you there? But right. Yeah, I think so originally in the George Miller Justice League movie, it was Adam Brody was going to be Barry Allen. And it's like that. God damn it. Like that works like yeah. that. He's he's got that. It's almost like Grant Gustin. Like I kind of feel bad for Grant Gustin because he's an amazing Barry Allen. Yeah. And I think Adam Brody also has that X factor. No. Nope. But- Again, no crossed pun intended. I think this Barry Allen Wally West issue they have is emblematic of the entire problem of the DCU, right? Which is that is that they they want to skip to C and they don't sure, want to start sure. at A. And so it's like, well, they can't just have Wally West come into existence as Wally. You know, they they can't have a Wally West without a Barry Allen, right? And, right. and for the people right. that are unaware, Wally West is was Kid Flash and then becomes the Flash after Barry Allen dies. And Barry Allen is was not the first Flash, but he's the Silver Age Flash. So the Silver Age Flash, right. yeah. And so, um, uh, so. But Wally West has a more modern sensibility. He's he's funny. He's a funny character. I really like those early Flash issues when they brought him back. Oh, it's and, so good. And this alludes to that where where it's like he's got to be constantly eating because his metabolism is so. And that's like a, he, that's a Wally West gimmick. And he works out a deal with the hospital to where he's <laughs> going to deliver organs for transplants in exchange for health care. Like I I loved all the little ways they figured out of like how would a superhero function in the world with right. these skills and and like that was great stuff. And um, mm-hmm. uh, but the thing is, is that they want to start there, but you, but there is no Wally West without a Barry Allen, so they end up always doing this kind of weird thing of like, we'll call him Barry Allen, but we'll write it like Bar- like Wally West, and and but then like, but Wally West works because he's operating under the shadow of this legend, and he's constantly trying to be out of the shadow of Barry Allen. Yeah, and so it's yeah. 
yeah it and again it, it's it, it's a weird it's a weird move considering we also have a flash on tv like right. there's a version of this character on tv that's very different uh from the version we get here yeah and i don't watch it so i don't know it's very good yeah. i i definitely recommend it it's a very good show very um deep comic nerddom gotcha. takes place on that show gotcha. ezra miller shows up as the flash on that show how about that oh and they're cr- and like crisis crossover yes or they did. yes they they, cool. they end up talking to each other but i think what the people want to know tom is what did you think we know where we st- where uh, most of us stood on man of steel and dawn of justice and to last year no 2017's justice league what did you think of this movie i, I again like there are parts of this movie that are pretty solid like i didn't like it did not need to be four hours um sure and i uh i but it's i just i i just wish they would have tightened it up like i i think that there's a solid movie in here for the most part i definitely i mean nothing approaching what marvel has done but um but certainly better than the justice league movie we got certainly better than oh yeah than i think man of steel um interesting okay but uh but I, I still, it, it just goes on forever. And like, I there, just, there's also just the tone, right? Like, yeah. it's just, I don't. When they're trying to, you know, it's a problem when they're trying to save the world and you, your first thought is like, but should you? <laughs> like, like, what are we saving here again? What are we? Yeah. Like I, 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 yeah I, I did think that. The, go ahead. I, but yeah, it was just so much. It's a fascinating look at kind of how the sausage is made ultimately, though, in terms of how much film they made that was not in 90%. the film. Yeah. 90% of this movie was done, and then they brought in... It, it's So 90% of this movie was done, and I think that Warner Brothers looked at it and was like, throw it out. Yeah. And then they bring in Joss Whedon, and he, I think he, they, I think I read that he wrote like eighty pages of script. So he comes in and does his thing, and it's flabbergasting to me that they looked at his version and was like, "That's much better." I think they thought it was more like Marvel, and Man. and that they were like, "Oh, this is this is the the tongue in cheek, funny Marvel stuff." And I, I and it's, it's an overcorrection, right? Like they first they thought sure. everything needed to be like Batman, you know, grim and gritty. And then and then when that wasn't working and Josh Whedon came in and was like, here's a Marvel version of your DC superheroes. And they were like, that's what we need. And it was an overcorrection. And and there's a way to do both. And like there, this movie has moments of it again, mostly with the flash, like when he injects humor and there's a little bit of humor from Aquaman. But um yeah, I still think my my favorite scene is Aquaman, protector of the seas, chucking a whiskey body in, <laughs> bottle into, into the, the into the what? into the water. <laughs> what? Like, yeah, what are you doing? What? what are you doing? <laughs> what, what is that? You're about? kind of defeating the per- you. You are the reason that the Atlanteans hate the surface yeah. world. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like watching Smokey the Bear flick a lick cigarette to the, <laughs> to the forest. I'm like, <laughs> I did say, I did find it weird that, and obviously the Aquaman movie hadn't come like was in very early stages of production, but Amber Heard has a British accent in this movie <laughs> and she does not in Aquaman. <laughs> like they, they get, they get rid of the, the air bubble, the air bubble talky bubble thing yeah. is gone. Like that's not in Aquaman. Right. She loses her accent and Volko looks completely different. So it's just like, so maybe that Aquaman isn't in this world. <laughs> like, 
maybe it's its own thing and they're just yeah i, I don't know i thought it was very and weird it's so easy to have her adr that and just you know <laughs> yeah right of the accent especially at this point right she needs to work and Oh, well, maybe that's why. They're like, no, no, no. <laughs> and also, You're like, with that you, how hard could it be to CGI a bubble over? Like, that doesn't seem like... Oh, so true. <laughs> didn't seem like that'd be the biggest <laughs> just challenge. Just get rid of that world. little thing. So what's with the 4-3? Like, is he just trolling people? <sighs> what is with the aspect ratio? Like, like oh, I want to make this I don't epic know. thing, <laughs> but, like, but how... But, but you have to watch it on a Game Boy. Like, what is... <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch it on a tube TV right. like, to appreciate. What, what, like, that... <laughs> What is that about? Is, so what does any... what does IMAX run? Does IMAX run four three? Um, I think it runs a little close. It does it is a little bit more square? I, I'm not a hundred percent, but but uh, let's... I think that was the goal, right? Like I think it was. I think they want this to be in theaters, and they want it to be in IMAX. It's one forty three one point four three one. I don't know what that translates to. Sure. That's this is math. why, of all the times we need Kevin here. He doesn't know how to do the math on that. <laughs> He's got an abacus, goddammit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I I think that's what I had heard, is that the original plan was for this to be an IMAX, and just the way it was the 4-3 for home release, I guess, keeps the ratio intact for imax if it ever gets oh, that he, far like he doesn't have he didn't have to remask it right yeah i think but i mean i don't know but it that was the most out of all the things in this movie that's the most jarring i'm like god i bought this new tv right so that i could watch stuff like in the best quality and you son of a bitch you put it in four three so i guess is well i was gonna say maybe their hope is that they can go back and re-release i think IMAX. that's the plan or but yes. I, but honestly, if he shot the thing for IMAX, but but then again, at the same time, if he shot the thing for IMAX, there aren't enough IMAX screens in this country. So so most people would have been watching this on a regular screen. Yes, if probably. it had been if it had come out theatrically. So like that's not really an excuse either. Like, <laughs> He's the anti Nolan. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> no right? one's like, I'm doing 70 millimeter. It's like, oh, I'll see your 70 millimeter. I'm doing it in 4.3. Yeah. How about that? He's, I'm doing it in 8 millimeter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With, I'm doing it in 8 bit. What do you think yeah. about that, Mr. Nolan? I'm nah. releasing a film strip. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> you got to use a crank to watch my movie. <laughs> it's going to be but on I mean, a Nickelodeon, not the channel, an actual <laughs> Nickelodeon. Actual Nickelodeon. <laughs> I bought the we were, rights from the Edison estate. <laughs> and I'm only going to use it in one theater, <laughs> one screen, yeah. and one seat. One showing. One done. And, but guess what? We have air conditioning, so yes. you'll be all right. <laughs> but no problem. Uh, it, it's funny. We were talking about the timeline of the DC yeah. stuff. I was struggling and, with... I couldn't remember when this movie was to come out in relation to the other movies, and so I was like... So this would have come out in, two, in 2017. And I don't know what that means. So before... So I guess before Aquaman? Yes. Okay. Yes. This, so this... the, uh, Well, just in everything else, right? So the Dark Knight... So we're not even... Well, when Marvel's kicking off their, their shared universe, Warner Brothers are already behind the ball... Because they haven't started anything yet, right? Because right, so the, the Dark Nolan Knight's stuff going. is just wrapping up. Yeah. So then, twenty eleven, twenty eleven. So we're t- what year is uh, Avengers? Twenty thirteen? Twenty twelve? I don't know. 
I think Avengers is 2012. Iron Man was 2009, right? Eight. Eight? Okay. Because it came out the same time as uh, Dark Knight. In 2011, they put out the Green Lantern. Like, okay. So, <laughs> so we've got Dark Knight, 2008, Iron Man. 2011 is Green Lantern. 2012 is Avengers. And then, and then Warner Brothers is like, oh, 2013 is Man of Steel. And then in four years, we've got the Justice League. Yeah. So it's just like, what are you? What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Why? You can't. You can't get this right. And I, I said, stop making Superman and Batman movies. You don't need those. You don't need those movies. Like, it, are they fun? No, no, not right now. But yeah. You know, and it seems like maybe that's do the direction Woman. they're going with you know with Black Adam and Doctor Fate and as someone who owns a bunch of Doctor Fate comics, man, I like <laughs> couldn't be happier. How brilliant is that casting, though? It is pretty good. My only like, concern is that's his age, like long term. How long? You know, because he's no kid. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But Pierce Brosnan, Pierce is Brosnan Pitt is great. We should all, say it out with loud the beard. No, yeah, but um, but yeah, like I have all those like those Doctor Fate comics from the eighties. Good like, stuff. I've, got all of those and i'm just like because they were they were worthless yeah I mean, of course they are they're, everything's worthless until like oh by the way this character like i have this and these invincible comics yeah for the cartoon that those, is, it's coming out like it's yeah. blow they're all blowing up i've got they're a, like crazy complete run on the boys because i was like oh garth ennis i'll buy it you know yeah <laughs> sign me up yeah. so but yeah it's just i think that the idea of leading your Avengers with the big two you don't need anymore. And you can't because you're just telling the same story over and over and over. You've got to introduce people to the Flash, to Wonder Woman, sort of. I think she probably deserves her own movie. Um, Aquaman, Green Lantern, if you're going to put him in a movie. And Cyborg, maybe not Cyborg. Maybe Cyborg is a character you introduce in Justice League. But... You are trying to cram ten pounds of shit into a two pound bag, yeah. Because you because you're trying to rush things, and you lose. Yeah, and this and, this, and yeah. And then this one, I think, does a pretty good job of establishing those characters. Um, it's weird to get an Aquaman appearance, considering we've already had what like a billion dollar movie with him in it, where he's yeah. the lead. Um. But I think the introducing the Flash here is really good. It's very Zack, Zack Snydery, but like him in the in the dog shop and punching through the window, like that's all good stuff. That's good stuff. I just didn't like. It just felt like it was from another movie. I mean, and from a, from a better movie. But I also like. I didn't. It just felt. I don't know how to describe it, but it just reminded me of like those those superhero movies from like the nineties where it's like they have their three action scenes written and then they try to get, and then they don't know what to do to get to each action scene. Like it just right. felt like they wrote the scene and then tried to figure out where to put it in the movie. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. It, oh, absolutely. And yeah. the Marvel There's movies a lot of that never feel that way. They never feel no. that way. No. It, and I, it, maybe they just need to shuck this whole thing, you know? Yeah. And, they need a Kevin Feige, and they don't have one. Yeah, they and I don't know who that person is. Like they, I kind of, I like Bruce Tim is the only name that really like pops into my head. And if you don't know who Bruce Tim is, Bruce Tim is the guy responsible for 
uh, all of the amazing anim- like Batman the Animated Series, Superman, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. And maybe they don't like, need a name. Did you know Kevin Feige before MCU started? No, that's true. That's you know? very true. And I didn't know who that guy was. They need to go to TV. And they need to get a TV. They they need to. I think they need to get a TV showrunner. They need some money. They need someone that that no because that's what they're doing. They're making a television show that they're releasing theatrically and sure and they're and but they're only making like four episodes a year, right? Essentially, right. And, yeah, right, right, right. It's just, and so but they need someone that that I mean. You know, in the seventies, you know, you had the rise of the director as auteur. I think we've talked about this before, and this is the age of producer is auteur, and they sure. need, they need someone that can project manage this and oversee the whole thing, and then and then and then farm out the the directing, as it were. You know, and right. and I know some right. directors hate that. Like that's you know. That's why you get pushback from certain directors that are like they'll never make a Marvel movie because basically they hire the directors to handle the talky stuff. Yeah. And then they've got people to shoot the action. But also, like, here's the thing. Their movies don't suck. Right. And so, yeah, like even their bad ones aren't terrible. Right. And so, like, so even like I get why a director might might chafe at that. And if you don't want to do it, then by all means, don't do it. But like. Right. You, you can't argue with the results. It's working exceedingly well. I mean, not just from a box office standpoint, although from a box office standpoint, but <laughs> don't get me wrong. But from a creative standpoint, I mean, these movies, you know, these MCU movies are good and some of them yeah. are great. And like their worst movie is okay, right? Like yeah. where DC's best movie is okay. I'd say their best movies are are good. Wonder Woman, I think, gets pretty close to great. I don't know if it. Yeah, it, I would it, agree with that. You know, I, um, I think if you take out that last action beat, I think it's a great movie. Yeah, I don't um, like that action beat at all. But it's, it's just, I mean, they they the Wolverine did right. Like they didn't. Yeah, they absolutely ha- did. Yeah. They didn't have the courage of their conviction to, and so they like, oh, and then she fights the boss, and and the video game's over. And right, um, right, right. But uh, did you see that he's in this movie? Oh, is is he David David Thewlis as Ares is fighting alongside Zeus in like that, that big action? Oh, I guess that's kind of set cool, piece. I guess, yeah. yeah, I um, uh, I thought there'd be more of an illusion of the fact of like when they showed the 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 original fight, they had Hercules there. That Superman was our Hercules. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and I feel like I will say in the in the Whedon cut, I do kind of feel more like that and when he honestly, kind of shows up and he. I remember nothing about that movie. So it's his entrance is pretty much the exact same. Okay. Like it's all the it, the only difference is is he's wearing the red and blue instead of the black, which I got to tell you, I don't get the uh, love for the black suit. I don't you know? either. I mean, it's fine. I get it. Like it looks cool, but like when they're stealing the body and they're like, you know, oh well, what's the worst ca- that could happen? My first thought was, well, he could come back with a mullet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the worst case scenario. Yes. She'll let the me fact write. That they, they have to give him. Don't hire Josh. We let me punch <laughs> these things up. Yeah, That's right. a good line. And that would have to... that would be in the trailer. If I, yeah, if you could, you, you had the could flash be like he could come back with a mullet. Like that's come on. <laughs> Here's the problem though: mullets are popular again. So it would you know? Like well, they weren't when this movie was sort supposed of, to come. Out. That's true. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. 
So like, but his entrance is pretty much the same. Yeah, with the exception he's he's got some lines where he's just like, "I'm a big fan of truth and justice," and punches Steppenwolf. Where here in the in the Snyder cut, he doesn't have any lines. Yeah, he just stands there like a boss and destroys this guy. And I will yeah. say, we've said before, the Steppenwolf character is a million times better in this version because he has a reason for doing what he's doing. Yeah. Instead of like, I'm a bad guy and I right. smash things. My job you know? is to do bad things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, but I still didn't understand like like they're like the mother boxes were on this world and Darkseid couldn't find them. And it's like so he's only lost one battle in like yeah. uh, two millennia and he doesn't remember where it was. Right. Like, I mean, that is a weird I, I, I do agree because, like, I think that he knows that the anti-life equation is there because you see all these symbols during that fight. Yeah. Like, so did he just forget that it was there? And it's like, that's such a DC thing. Anti-life equation. Like, right. You mean death? <laughs> what? I mean, <laughs> like, well, because I mean, he they can't court death because there's a I'm guy so on the thirsty. other. Somebody there's a guy on the other bottle one. of anti dryness. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? I'm hungry. Can I have that anti-hungry burger, please? In the early scene where I, where Wonder Woman is is fighting, this is murdering like people. A, yeah, this is a small example of, and explosions only go forward. Um, yeah, right, so the right. Kids are okay. Like they would at least not be able to hear. She'd be like, "You're nope. safe now," and they'd be like, "What? Yeah. What now?" When, I did when that little girl says, "Can I? Can I be like you?" And I was like. Do you want to be? Because yeah. she just mer- she just legit blew a guy up in front of you, and you're like, you're the coolest Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's, nope. that was, scene was. But I love when she asks who they are, and they the the, the they describe themselves as. And I I wrote this down because it made me laugh. We're reactionary terrorists. Who who describes <laughs> themselves as reactionary? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a reactionary <laughs> We're, terrorist. I'm a more of a reactionary terrorist. I don't, like, I'm going to wait for something to happen, then I'll terrorize. I don't think terrorists typically describe themselves as terrorists, right? Like, I think if right. you were to go find Osama bin Laden, not that you could, but, you know, and be like, he'd be like, no, I'm not a terrorist. Like, you describe me as a terrorist, but I... You know, like they, it's it is it is weird though. Like when they so you've got like these this terrorist cell, a reactionary terrorist group, uh, and where on Falcon and the Winter Soldier is you have a terrorist group that wants life to go back to the blip. Like yeah. they said, that like that that's the that's the like the protagonist or the antagonist okay. in that show is there's a group that thinks that the world was better um, before they brought everybody back. Okay, so it's just like. You kind of have the same thing going on in this. I mean, and these and these ter- trust me, these terrorists don't last long in yeah. Wonder Woman because she kills them all. Because they're they're, uh, <laughs> they're just chess pieces from a screenwriter, right? Like they're like they're right. just there to like, oh, we need an action beat with Wonder Woman. She'll fight terrorists, right? Like that's where like I mean, <laughs> Winter fought, Soldier, which I haven't Jewel, watched Jewel yet, but what you just described is sounds great right like it's like yeah because it builds on the world that they're in right the, and, right and right exactly right and and it, and it makes sense especially with what we're seeing with the you know pandemic deniers and anti-maskers it makes sense that there would be that yeah there would be people that were like no let's go back to where half the world was dead there would be yeah, it was, like it was much nicer when i didn't have to deal with my dead neighbor yeah like oh traffic was a breeze <laughs> yeah, i uh right. <laughs> 
And then I also, when they go to, I can never say the island that Wonder Woman lives on. Themyscira. What is it? Themyscira. Themyscira. I was going to call it Theramacia. Uh, and so. It's uh, definitely a choice, but all right. Uh, so there's just scene where like they're you're sitting there guarding the mother box and they all like yeah. have a panic when it starts to crack open. Right. And I was like, we're literally watching Amazon deliver a box right now. <laughs> That's exactly what we were with. Yes, Amazon <laughs> delivery was on point. Yeah. Well, sort of on point. They dropped the they dropped the box. Yeah, uh, you know. But yeah, I, and I did like that scene. Like I thought it was a uh, it was a cool. Here's the thing. Like and we've said it a million times about Zack Snyder, he's a cool director, right? Like he does cool things with with visually. Film. Yeah, yeah. Like I visually. I, yes, I, I'm sorry. Yes, visually. He's one of those directors who I don't know should have ever graduated to directing. Like I think. He should have stayed a DP. He should have been the first household yeah, yeah. name DP, and and then let it let another director handle the other parts of the equation. Because I think his his view on superheroes is Watchmen, right? Like he gets mm-hmm. Watchmen. He understands that world. He understands. I know. I don't think he does. And you I liked so? I liked Watchmen. Yeah, I did too. Um. But I, I like and I liked Watchmen a lot. Like I, you know, so like I, I don't just hate everything he does, you know. Um, and I and Dawn of the Dead was great, so good. And Three Hundred's yeah. good. I like Three Hundred yeah, a lot. Absolutely. And but I, 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 I think what he so like what he doesn't get about Watchmen, right? Is that it's a reaction to superheroes. Right. It's the anti-superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He thinks this is a cool way for superheroes to be. He doesn't get that 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 was a commentary on don't fall in love with superheroes too much, because if you really had them, this is what it would look like. And this they're also they're garbage people. Just like you and me. Not you. Right. Because we're not garbage people. But but like every every and every man. You know, and, like the, and, the your night owl can't get his card because he's impotent. But when he puts on the suit, then he's good to go. And yeah, and most people giving given these sorts of powers would not be altruistic in the same way that when most people have billions of dollars, they're not <laughs> altruistic, right? Right. They're right. they're d bags that just are are hoarders, but for money. You know? <laughs> sure. No, that's exactly right. And and uh, and and so. Um, I don't. So I don't think he gets that part. Like I think he got enough of it to make the movie well because the source material was so strong, and he followed it. Didn't really deviate. Some would say (laughs) slavishly, but uh, um, but uh, but I mean, he basically treated that comic book like a storyboard. So with the except, uh, and then some, but then for some reason, put an octopus in this movie. Um. I do. One of the things that I love about that TV show is that they're like, you know, that Zack Snyder thing. Forget it. Yeah. Like in this TV show, the octo the the octopus really showed up. Yes. So we're gonna go ahead and play off of that. Which yes, I it loved. did. But um, uh, but yeah. So I I I don't know that he fully does get Watchmen. I don't think that's he fair. Really that's fair. Gets that it's a commentary on. Like I don't think he fully gets that. Like they're not good people. Like I think he's so caught no. up in the fact that it's cool, he doesn't realize that they're not. It's not. It's not good. It's not a good thing to be, you know? I think I remember reading that Alan Moore said one time that 
he was at a comic book convention. He was, which was very rare. Like I think that was towards like coming to an end. Somebody comes up and they're just like, I love, you know, talking about Watchmen. I identify with Rorschach. I am Rorschach. And Alan Moore's like, huh, I may have made a mistake. Yeah. I did not, you know, like it's it's the Joker problem, right? Yeah. Like where people are identifying. I've had this argument recently where I, it makes me sick, honestly, to see people uh, put the Joker Harley relationship up on a pedestal. Yeah, where it's totally. like, this is so good. I was like, it's not good. Like, he broke her brain and he abuses. Like, he's right. terrible. He destroyed yeah. that woman. He's so next level manipulative that he <laughs> convinced a a, a, a a brilliant psychologist, a psycho, a psychological professional. Right. Like, she's like, yes. she's not just some like barista. He met no offense to baristas, but but <laughs> uh, but, you know, but she's a trained professional in the ways of sociopaths. Yeah, she's. Still got sucked in, yeah. You know, right, right, right. And like, so it's a tragic story. It's an awful story, and I like that. I, yeah. I don't like that she's a hero now, but uh, I do like that they've broken them apart in all mediums. She's not with him in the comics. She's not with him in the movies. Yeah, um, you know, so, which is fine. The problem that going back to the Zack Snyder thing is where he does kind of get the the idea of Watchmen or the idea of Three Hundred. That idea doesn't work here. Like these these heroes aren't, with the exception of Batman, aren't dark and gritty and and right. brooding. Like they, I know that I I have gone back and forth with listeners about this, but this is not my Superman. Like my Superman doesn't yeah. worry about what uh what was the whatever the senator was in BVS was like. Do we really need him? He's like, no, I don't care. Like I'm gonna I'm just here to help. You know, yeah. like I'm, I'm not here to do anything bad. You should take my word for it, but I'm not going to do anything bad. And I, I think dark and gloom just doesn't work. Yeah, I know. I agree. And I, I, I didn't like putting him in the black outfit. Like I, uh, I didn't like the black outfit when it was in the comics, although at least it made a little bit more sense there. Um, and it was certainly better yeah. than the electrical outfit, um, which is the how they got him to cut his mullet off. Yeah. They so put him in that suit time. to cut. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's a plus. Yeah, and you gotta take the good with the bad. But I, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. but like if, if like if I was in charge of this franchise, that the when that that twenty minute segment where it turns into a heist movie as they're stealing Superman's body, right? That should be an entire movie, right? Of them just trying that to steal be, Superman's body. Of them trying to get Superman's body back, right? Like <laughs> like so they can so they can bring him back, and then it ends with him. With them succeeding, but oh no, what have we done? Right, like that cemetery, Superman. Yeah, right. Like that, like that, like that should be a whole movie. Like there, there's like they're so rushing through this that like there's yeah. a lot of meat on this bone of a story to tell. And it's like if, if you got a, whole, I mean, think of Rogue One, but it's to get Superman's <laughs> body back. Right, that's like, good. That's good. That's a good that like that, yeah, that's a good that elevator sure. pitch right there. You know, yeah, and and like because that part. I, I really dug that part where like they're working as a team and they're engaged with each other and they're and they're and the dialogue is bouncing back and forth and it's you know what I mean like it's it 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 felt like I was actually watching a movie sure sure, <laughs> sure, know, sure sure in a good way and I really dug that part and I they needed more of that and then it was weird that they bring him back and the first thing he does is break into a house 
Like, <laughs> like they go back to and the Lois farm. And Lois knows. Lois knows at this point that they have lost the farm. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, but and then they're there, and then the mom shows. You know, the mom shows up, and they're on. This I will farm. say, I will say that scene, like that, got me for whatever reason. I don't yeah. know why, but like when he's out in the field and she walks up, and he's like, I, I take that as a yes. And it's like, this is Superman. Like, this is the Superman that I've been looking for yeah. for three movies. And then when she when when Martha or Diane Lane runs up and there's like a big embrace and he's just and he and I like where he says, look, they brought me back for a reason and I got to go. And it's like, OK, like this is my Superman. And you get that Superman going forward, but it, you only see him in flashes, you know, right. no pun intended. Totally, I and I would, but see, this is where like humor could benefit a movie like this because it would be like as he's leaving to be like, well, we should get going. Like, I mean, we are trespassing. Like, the, <laughs> like, <laughs> sure, sure, right, right. They're right. there for That's like good. an hour, and I'm like, you guys, Did you know, know she's you, pregnant. You don't own this place anymore, right? Who, a- Amy Adams? I'm assuming in this in this movie, like not physically, like Lois Lane is pregnant. Oh, no, I did not know that. There's a scene apparently that I either I just zoned out where she's got a pregnancy test, and you can and like. Zack Snyder has said in the third Justice League movie, their son was going to end up becoming Batman. Like the son of Lois and Clark yeah. was going to become Batman. It's like, all right, Zack, like you you dodged a bullet sort of with this four hour cut of this movie. Yeah. Um, let's not go crazy. You know, like they I should have just to see they want to do that. Then they should have called it Justice League Elseworlds. <laughs> yeah like and, and and that's kind of i feel like what we're doing with the bet with matt reeves's batman yeah. where it seems to be doing its own thing which is fine i don't right. have a problem with that uh and then whatever this tanahasi coats um uh what's the guy jj abrams superman movie is whatever this is yeah like it just seems like they're doing their own thing which is fine i as much as i would love to see clark kent on screen uh, you know, in a good movie, I don't care enough at this point. In I'm not invested enough in the DC franchise, right? To bitch about it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's just uh, yeah, it's just like whatever, man. Just do right, yeah. Do, and then you, know, you saw that we have this trailer for the new Suicide Squad. That I I'm like, oh, it's a rated it. R Guardians. Sure. It's a rated R yeah. Guardians. That's all it is. Gotcha. To the point where they even bring in uh, Sylvester Stallone <laughs> to do the Groot thing. With King Shark, like oh that's yeah. yeah, like down to the down to the T of what he did in Guardians, <laughs> which is fine. Guardians is great, but yeah, it's. I did go back and like watch snippets of this movie, and I was like, okay, there's a lot of things that I did like, but this just isn't my. Which is why it needs an editor. Like it need it need it yeah. doesn't need to be four hours. It needs to be if you tighten this up, there there's there's something here. It's but it's too much. You know, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. And we'll talk about a missed opportunity Four or what? Three. Sorry. Three mother boxes. Three. Yes. Of them. Not one of them named Martha. <laughs> <laughs> what are the chances? What are the chances? <laughs> I can't wait. Well, we don't the, want them to come together. Yeah. <laughs> you know? can't wait for the for the for the porn parody when they're milf boxes, milf boxes <laughs> or dilf boxes. I don't know, you know, maybe you have like two milfs and a dilf. I don't know. Like, you don't want to. Hey, whatever you're into, yourself. Man. Yeah, whatever you're yeah. into. Yeah, pigeonhole is that what they're calling it? Yeah, that's what they're calling. It. That's what the kids are calling it now. Uh, you know, I'm happy for. I'm happy for the people who were who wanted to see this movie, who weren't scumbags about it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, 
I'm happy you got your movie and I'm happy that you loved it. And I'm here. Here's the other question though, is where people are like, we want justice league too. How much money could this have possibly made? Zero dollars, right? Like there's no way this movie made money. Well, I'm, you mean like, how do you, how do you recoup the budget for this? You mean for, for the Zack Snyder version? Yes. Okay. So, um, my guess is by their metrics, it probably did. What did they spend like eighty million dollars on it? Uh, yeah, something like that. I to think so. finish it. So, yeah. Um. Okay. So look at it this way: they spent eighty million dollars on this movie, and and an extra they spent eighty million. And okay, but they but the other one, the other up till then, that sunk costs, right? Like that's already that, okay. That's fair. On a ledger column, been attributed to the original Justice League, right? Right. Right. Um, to the Justice League, right? Justice and, um, League. Oh, yeah. I saw someone say that on Twitter. I did not coin that. Um, <laughs> I can't take credit for that. Yes. So that's a sunk cost. So from HBO Max's perception, they spent $80 million on this movie. Okay. Netflix spent, what, $100 million on Bright. Which do you think had wow, a bigger impact a good on, point. on subscriptions? Do you think that's fair? Do you think Justice League did benefited HBO Max more or less than Bright benefited Netflix? I mean, it's obviously, the be obvious more. thing is, yeah, has to it's be. There's no, be there's more. nobody, nobody signed up for Netflix to watch Bright, right? And so, and we, I mean, we even had people on the Facebook group saying, "Should I sign up for HBO Max to watch?" Justice League. Right. And you know it uh um so I mean it's it it ha it has to benefit them you know that this has to be a net gain for HBO Max is my That's opinion. Fair. Because, That's fair. Because HBO Max is a good streaming service. There's it's lots a great of streaming good, service, yeah, I agree. Lots of good stuff on there. Lots of good stuff. And so if it gets people over the hump and then while they've got even if they're just doing a thirty day free trial, they dig around, I think a lot of people are gonna stick around. And but does that warrant a Justice League two and a three? That I don't know, and I especially because I can't figure out what the metrics is on this, <laughs> like you know, in terms of streaming. Because that's the thing too. Right now, the metric is: did it bring in new subscribers? Okay, but at some point, you can only bring in so many more new subscribers, right? Like, right. Right. So I I don't even know how you gauge of like, well, then maybe we kept ten million subscribers around for an extra three months. Is that worth it? Like, I don't. I don't know how you figure out the math on that. Like, I, it's a weird. I the whole streaming I, system is very weird, and I've never been able to figure out how HBO figured out the math in the first place on like something like Game of Thrones on on how much people is it worth to spend that much money to keep you know because uh, so and many that people, was pre, that was that was even pre I think those first three or four seasons aren't even like before they had HBO Go. Yeah, like you it's still a, had to have. Like you had to yeah. be subscribed to HBO on yes, your TV, you actually, right? Yeah, and so, but at least if you subscribed to HBO to watch Game of Thrones, they had you for you know two and a half, three months. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. You know, but but yeah, so I I don't know how they figure that out, I and mean, clearly they've got a way. I, I don't know what it is, I don't understand it, but they have a way. But I think at some point there's going to be diminishing returns. HBO Max is a new series, and they are you know a new subscription service, and they need to. Right bring in a lot of new people um but once they get a bunch of new people is it worth it but you know maybe this will but maybe you know post pandemic you get a sequel but it goes to theaters uh you know yeah like, maybe i don't like, even I, that's the thing though right i like, don't even think restoring the snyder verse is the worst idea i just don't like how 
douchey they go about it. That's the problem. That is the, I'm with you. Like, it's like, I, I understand DC versus Marvel has always been a thing. For the, absolutely, absolutely, that's always. part of the fun. It's Ford versus Chevy, and uh, you know, like right, right. Who, who cares? But it's like, you know, if you're at the store with with your kid, you know, they're six, and they say, "Dad, can I get a pack of gum?" Versus, give me that pack of gum. I mean, right. which kid are you giving the pack of gum? Right. <laughs> And, yeah, no, and, totally. That's exactly right. And these Snyder fans, they don't deserve a pack of gum. No, and I, and I okay. So I, even I, when it's I'm not, not a ridiculous request, all. you know. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I do think because there are people in the group, uh, and that are good folks, and it, there there has been some really good back and forth. Sure. Uh, between mostly mostly me because yeah. I'm that kind of guy. <laughs> uh, totally just teasing, right? Like it's right. it's good hearted fun. I don't mean any, but. When you start review bombing a movie that has nothing to do with your right. movie or the movie that you want, like Godzilla versus King Kong has been in the can for at least a year. Right. Right. Like it has nothing to do with it. And I just I think that as much as I appreciate that this movie got that Justice League got put out for people to see, I think it does set a dangerous precedent. Yeah. Yeah for toxic fandom to think that they can be as loud as they want and they'll get what they yeah. want like a petulant child you know we started touching on this earlier and we got sidetracked though but like man how inefficient is the filmmaking system that there there was this much <laughs> of a movie in existence that was just sitting there just sitting there you know i mean like that's how many other movies are done and in a can that we don't even know about yeah or how many you know like it's it's you know like how how maddening must it have been for the actors in this film to to know what they shot and then right. and then go see the release of the movie originally of Justice League and they're <laughs> like what is this you know what i mean like yes. it that it just it's crazy because that that whole opening sequence i didn't even think i didn't realize i didn't think about it until you just said this that whole opening sequence in the justice league is reshoots yeah the whole, the whole him, Superman on the kid's phone with the with the lip, like that's all reshoots. And then the flash race at the end, and yeah. you know, like the do you bleed line, that's not from like Snyder cut. Yeah, like that's the that's the Justice cut, and it's just if I were if I were Henry Cavill and that whole cast, and you're sitting in a theater and the and this version comes up, I'd have to be livid. Yeah, I also wonder like from a business standpoint what sort of deals they make with these actors because it's like like they basically had them shoot the equivalent of like three movies oh for sure you think oh you're saying like this takes up three movies of your well this counts as two right it's four hours long and, and then, i don't know how it can't and then on top of it they they there's another you know the the movie that came out originally that bears almost no resemblance to this thing yeah and so i'm i'm just I just find it fascinating, like how much footage they're shooting, like not and not just from different angles or slightly different versions of scenes or give me that with a slightly different read, you know, right. like, like this, like they shot from a running time standpoint, they shot they shot three movies, maybe four. Oh, easily, easily. 
It, 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 yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. I wonder if you could like get a Hollywood lawyer and says, no, no, no. Like yeah. my client has it, ten movies on his deal. You've shot the equivalent right. of four, so he's got six left. Or maybe you get them for you know you get them for eight weeks and as much as you can film in eight weeks. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I, I, it also shows you how much of these movies, and I I think this is kind of what I what I complain about when I talk about. You know, I feel like they write action scenes and then they try to get from point A to point B and it's that's not as super important, you know, no pun intended. Sure. Um, <laughs> is how much of these, these, how much these movies are constructed in editing, right? Like oh, it's like, yeah, absolutely. Just shoot a bunch of stuff and then we'll, we'll piece it together in the editing room and make it quote unquote make sense. And, and, right. and that's not, what Marvel's doing, right? Marvel has a story that they're telling there where where these there's feel, no Favreau cut. Yeah, where these are like they sh- they shoot a bunch of stuff and then right. they're like, okay, well we got to use this scene where they fight the big bad. So, um uh how do we get them there? Okay. Well, then we'll, you know, this scene we can tweak this, but maybe we throw in this extra line and now it means this other thing and now they're right. there. Now cut to them. Now cut to the action scene that's finished. Yeah, that's that's cra- that's a crazy point. And I mean, I think of a guy like Tarantino who kind of like is is involved, or Kevin Smith to a to a degree, where they're involved heavily in the editing, yeah. right? Like he's the, Kevin Smith is the writer, producer, director because they're so telling knows, a story, right? They've got a story, yeah, right? Exactly, tell. yeah, yeah. And where Tarantino, I th- I'm pretty sure he had an editor or has an editor, but. Something tells me that he's pretty heavily involved in that process because he also has a story he's trying to tell. Totally, which is why we get he just four hour cut. Switch editors not too long ago. Or did his I think she passed away? Die? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. She. I think the last one she did was Inglorious Bastards, maybe. Okay. Or Django. Either way, like he's got a story he's trying to tell right. in those movies, right? Where in Justice League or any Marvel movie, you've got like I mean we we joked about it on Spider Man Homecoming when that movie had like six writers. Yeah. You know, and usually that's a bad that's a bad Typically sign. Typically it is. And but I think that's reason just that was in production hell for a while and so there were people they had to pay basically pay. Um Right, who who's like, This is my idea. Yeah. This one scene was my idea, so that counts. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I think I, now that I'm talking about it, you're probably right. I edited, edited this thing down to three hours, and you've got a, a tight, good movie. And I think it's funny that there's almost a kind of meta moment where the Flash and Cyborg are digging up Superman's grave. Yeah. And they're like, you know, we could just do this really fast and be done, right? <laughs> like we could, you know, you can make a shovel out of your hand or yeah. just do it really fast, you know? Uh, so I was like, can you do that? Just get that done? Like I, I think we could just get this moving. Can you call the Green Lantern? Can we bring him back? Yeah, and, you know, I do. I, do f- I feel like speaking of Cyborg, I feel like they made him way too powerful. He was definitely overpowered. Yeah, from what I remember, and I've never been a huge Cyborg fan, but I was a Teen Titans fan. Like that Marvel and George Perez run. Absolutely, is very I got good. them all, man. I got them all. It's so good. Um, and he was kind of always there, but he was never to this level. Yeah. You know? Especially with the basic, well, I think because the world wasn't uh, as as digitally based when that character That's was true. created. So now That's they're fair. basically like, oh, and you also control um, all of the internet. And like, well, holy <laughs> crap, like that godlike right. power. And 
uh, in the world we live in. And so I, I, I thought that was they made him too powerful. Um, I would agree. You know, when he's given that gal. I do think it's also funny. <laughs> Every city looks the same. Yeah. So Metropolis looks just like Gotham. And then Gotham looks just like Central City. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I, I, I you can just say you shot wherever you wanted to shoot. But I guess the main question is, did you see the did you see the cameo coming? Did you know that cameo was going to happen? Which would the the Martian Manhunter? Um, no, I did not. And and I I I I don't know that I really fully get the point. Um, like I he's, the point, he's one of the seven. Like he's the last piece. No, and I get. I mean, I get that. But like as a film goer, like the average person has never heard of Martian Manhunter. See, okay, so that's where I'm going to disagree only because he was a main character on that Justice League TV show, the cartoon. Uh, okay. And I do feel like there is a there's a large 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 audience of people that watch that show that know who that character is. Okay. And I could I could be projecting because he's a character that I enjoy. I, I like you know, I like the character. I like Martian Manhunter as a character. It's a dumb name, but I um <laughs> sure. Uh, and they even know it's a dumb name when when he at the in the post credit scenes or whatever you want to call that the epilogue where he's just like some call me Martian Manhunter like I feel like that was their way of saying like <laughs> or for John him to Jones. be like for him to be like I'm Martian Manhunter they're like that sounds dumb like we can't <laughs> yeah, that, that's that a dumb name dumb. that's a dumb name but um <laughs> but I was glad they brought him back at the end because I was like if you don't know who Martian Manhunter is like that scene you're just like did a bad person did a bad guy just yeah is he the is he the bad guy what are we doing yeah like because he comes out and his eyes are glowing red and like normally that yeah. means bad guy and it's like and because i my wife was like what the hell was that and i was like oh that's martian manhunter and she's just like well that's a dumb name and i was like you're not wrong <laughs> and uh and then i was like but he's a good guy well, why would he do that yeah. and i'm like i i don't know but he is a good guy like he's not trying to do harm here and and uh and she's like, okay, and but I uh, guess, yeah. whatever. But I guess we should. But hit yeah, the, I thought it was. I thought it was fun. That was a good little. Yeah, I guess let's hit the big battle in the epilogue so we can. Yeah, we don't. So need, I mean, the big battle is pretty much hours. the same. Uh, I I do like that we get to see Darkseid, which is a he's a very cool looking character. I think he looks good in this movie. Yeah, uh, I like seeing Desaad and Granny Goodness. Like that was all fine and dandy. Uh, and then we get um where they kind of lose, and then they flash it. And he turns time back and they fix it. Yeah. Uh, and pushes everybody back and they, they kind of win the day. This scene is, I mean, with the exception of a couple edits, uh, this scene is almost shot for shot what we saw in the 2017 version. The Superman entrance is a little bit different. Um, they don't, in this one, they don't use the John Williams score. Because uh, in that one, that's they did the Danny Elfman score and they did the... Batman 89 and Superman 78, which are both beginning comic book series coming up here in a little bit, which yeah. is kind of fun. Um, so all of that's gone. The suit is... I do find it interesting that <laughs> the scenes where we see Superman, they must have just edited the suit. <laughs> like, that's the only thing I could think, is they just edited the the black suit red and blue. Well, yeah, because I mean, for the I don't cut. think he's wearing a suit in real life, right? Like he's wearing like. Oh, I think he is. Uh, I, I think he's he, wearing the. I think he's wearing the. Bo- oh, you think it's just like a green bodysuit? It's like a green bodysuit, and then they just like layer that over it. I thought it was just like okay, it could be. You could be right. It could be like the Green Lantern thing. Yeah, except done that, better. That was my thought. Like what they were doing, so it's real easy. They could, you know, they could dress him up like little Bo Peep. 
Well, that'd be, be interesting. Have yeah. him fly in the scene like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then I think the epilogues are all pretty much the same as well. You get um, what was going to set up the Ben Affleck Batman movie, where Lex has escaped yeah. uh, and and tells Deathstroke, played by Joe Mangalbadeo. But then they play it like it's a dream. You mean the nightmare thing? Yeah, we're no, 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 no. The joke with um, Lex and Deathstroke that's real. Oh, that was real. It was the the joke. It was the scene nightmare that was yes. that they played like it was a. A dream. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, and then, yeah, we do get a, a redux of the nightmare sequence uh, from BVS, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I, I said on the last one, if I would have gotten this version of the Joker, sign me up. I don't know. All I could think the whole time is like, oh, that's <laughs> cool that they got Jim Carrey to play the Joker. Like, <laughs> he sounded like Jim Carrey. Like he I, did, and he looked a little bit like Jim Carrey. That's fair. That's totally fair. I was like, this is pretty bad. I, but I, 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 I didn't. I didn't think it was bad. I because I think the version of the Suicide Squad Joker was so bad. Like this quasi subdued version of him worked. You know, like I like that he's antagonizing yeah. Batman without antagonizing Bat. Like he's, you know, it was fun to hear Batman jokes. The and... That was fun. Um... <laughs> when he does say it, I was like, "All right, that was a choice. Thank you very much." I guess I just, it, but it's <laughs> in just... this wor- in this nightmare world, I guess it, to me it it was like it was more stuff that they hadn't earned. Like they're telling That's us fair. about That's they're totally telling fair. us about a dead Robin, and they haven't even introduced Robin. Right, like no, no, no. We see no in in BVS. We see uh, Bruce standing in front of a Robin suit that's like spray painted. Ha 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 ha. Oh, that's so right. he's got he's got like he's got that suit in the uh, which is Dick Grayson. Like they've said that yeah, that the Robin that the Joker killed is Dick Grayson. It's like also sorry, editor guy. Fuck you. Yeah. It's not. It's Jason Todd. Like right. don't screw with my my Nightwing just to make your movie cooler. Right. Uh, like they killed Jimmy Olsen like go away yeah yeah so like I liked this version if this had been the version that we got in Suicide Squad maybe he would have been more tolerable <laughs> maybe <laughs> uh, then we get the the same sequence from the Justice League with Bruce and Clark talking about the house which I think is a great scene yeah like seeing them as friends uh, kind of making jokes and jabs back and forth I thoroughly enjoy them together this I feel bad for Affleck. Like that's what I took away from this movie. Yeah, is he's a much better Bruce Wayne and Batman in this movie than he was in the Justice. He League. was never the problem. And and I I like when Alfred gives him trouble about like yeah like maybe you're not the guy to inspire people <laughs> to join. <laughs> yeah, the team. right, right. Do you ever think about that? Like that's I I thought that was a good moment. And and uh, I like them together. Like yeah. they worked better together here. My my wife got so frustrated in the scene where Wonder Woman's trying to make tea and Alfred is like <laughs> trying to show her how to make the tea because I like that she didn't realize that it was Alfred and she was just like oh. getting so mad that he was like mansplaining how to make tea and sure, I was like sure. I'm like no honey I'm like the point of the scene is he's Alfred like that's the butler it's his job to buttle. <laughs> And, He's uh, the British butler. Yeah, and she's like, oh, okay. And I was like, this isn't like him being a dick. It's like him being like, no, 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 I'm the butler. Like, let me yeah, do you, that. You're just, and you're doing it wrong. Yeah, that's my job. Like, <laughs> that's, right. you know. But yeah. uh, um, I, and I, I also thought it was a missed opportunity when, uh, when Bruce Wayne is like, you know, oh, I bought the bank. I, I thought um, it would have been a nice moment to have a, a callback. But this is the problem when you're assembling your – 
your narrative in the editing, right? Right. Um, for him to be like, I keep telling you people, I'm rich. Like that's because <laughs> oh, I thought that sure, was a great sure, sure. line when when Flash asked him what a superpower is, and he's like, I'm rich. And I, those I that I get a lot of Tony Stark, Peter Parker vibes. Yeah. from that relationship, yeah, which is fair. they're definitely going for that that vibe. But I did like that line. Yeah, where he's just like, I'm rich, and again, like I I have been a a huge fan of Ben Affleck. Pretty much for his entire career. Yeah, I always thought Ben Affleck. I, I've like, I've always been like, why is there so much hate for Ben Affleck? Like, I, I don't get. He's kind of broy. I get that a little bit, but he used to be. I don't think he's yeah. as much anymore. But this should have. I feel bad. Like this, this, this kind of this movie sent him in a spiral, or at least his his spiral kind of came after. Yeah, it's hard not to that, connect the two. Yeah. Yes. Right. Um, and he deserved better. Like he, yeah. I, I thought he was a much in the Zack Snyder version. He's a much better Batman. He's a much better Bruce. He's got a lot more to do. Um, he's not making jokes while he's in the suit. Again, I said if Lois could stop calling him Clark when he's floating in the air, I'm like, can you just call him Superman or yeah. Kal-El or something? Well, yeah, stop I was using like, his at, real name at the end where when Martian Manhunter shows up and he's like, hi, Bruce. And I'm like, shouldn't the first question be like, how do you know who I am? <laughs> yeah, like, right. how do well, you I mean, know all, my secret fairness, identity? I guess that's true. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he does just accept the fact that he called him Bruce. <laughs> like, there's none of that in this movie. Like, he'll tell who, he's Batman to anybody. He's yeah, like, he doesn't care. Or when he chucks that the bat wing at the batarang at it, it, uh, at the flash. flash. And I'm just like, Good thing you were right. <laughs> yeah, like you were right. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd have been wrong and hit that poor kid in the face, yeah, you'd have killed the dude. Like that's you know, like with your knifey batarang. Yeah, look. Luckily, right, right. this bat, this it's a Zack Snyder Batman, so he'll kill. Um, and not but, worry about it. Yeah, yeah so no it's just well, one more notch on the belt. Everybody makes just, have, just having some fun with it. Yeah, but it was just like, oh, that's a that's <laughs> yeah. a bit of a gamble. Like you better. Yeah, it was a, it was a bold move on your part. Bats. Yeah. Brave and bold, but yeah, I think. Oh, thank you. That was good. That was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's there's. Uh, it, it was definitely setting up for a part two. Yeah, that we're never gonna get. <laughs> think maybe. It, like how maybe. four hours? It is a part two. It is. That's, <laughs> I guess that's it's true. It's, it's a part two part, and three. It's its like, own part two. Yeah. <laughs> so there you yeah, go. Yeah. So uh, like Justice or not Justice League? Yeah. Like I said at the beginning, just because one thing is better than another thing doesn't mean either of those things is good. And and it, right. And this could have like i said there's 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 good stuff in here it's certainly better than the other one i I just i still it needs to be tightened up it's 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 excessive like i like three hours of infinity war or endgame didn't feel anywhere close to as long as this did no i totally agree and and i feel like watching infinity infinity and and end game back to back would feel like a shorter runtime than this movie. I could see, you. I could make a, You can make an argument for that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It, it, and may, I, I mean, and those are better movies. I'm sorry. Like yeah. those are just they are. they're well crafted. Um, all your characters are there. Everybody. Everybody has a part to play. Yeah. Uh, and and because know. they all came from other movies. Like you can use the knowledge that you have from those movies to afford relationships and lines and storylines within sure, this sure, larger sure, sure. narrative. Where this movie has to keep stopping to oh here's how Cyborg became Cyborg and here's how 
you know here like, yeah here's the here's not the origin of the flash right yeah like it's yeah it's they have to keep stopping to give you many movies within the movies and and sometimes here's that can the, work and it did not for this and e- no, even if i enjoyed those moments it was still like this should have been a whole other movie right and then we can we don't have to have this conversation exactly you know exactly in the middle of this movie and so that you know that was that was frustrating yeah and and i feel like they've course corrected right like they have aquaman is not this style of movie uh birds of prey is nothing like this like the so and shazam i think those three movies are good movies i yes. enjoy when we were talking I, about Aquaman, good movies, I meant to mention Shaz- I meant to mention Shazam as an example yeah. of like not great but like good and fun. Fun, yeah. yeah it's a, the, all three of them. I think Birds of Prey has its problems. I think Aquaman. All three of them have their problems, but they are solid entries into this uh, into this world. So we've got the Suicide Squad by James Gunn uh, in August. I think um, Wonder Woman eighty four was a train wreck. That was not good. Yeah. You can go back and find that episode. Uh, we've got the Black Adam movie and a Shazam two, and I think there's an Aquaman two, and a Flash that sounds like it may be a Flashpoint movie. Yeah, maybe like that might reset the whole thing. So we've got a bunch more DC stuff in the pipeline. Um, if you are jonesing for something Superman related, Superman and Lois on the on the CW is top notch. Like if you want the version the 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 Christopher Reeves Superman mixed with a little yeah. bit of Zack Snyder, give that a go. Like it's really And on good. the upside with uh with Zack Snyder's Justice League, if you liked it but you wished it was more pretentious, it's now available in black and white. So um, <laughs> What the f- enjoy. It. So stupid. To me so oh, stupid. You know, you know how I interpret that? No. There's a version of events where this movie was only gonna be in black and white. Oh, you think so? I do. And I think I I think WB was oh like, or Warner Brothers was God. like, uh-uh, no, that's a bridge too far. <laughs> like, we right. gave you the 4-3, but look, we'll, we'll release it in black and white too, but we're not releasing this thing only Oh in my white. God, I, that was... I think he wanted to release <laughs> this entirely in black and white. That is my guess. Yikes. That, like, okay, just because it's the terrible. kind of thing he would do. No, that's fair. Yeah. That's, yep, I agree with you. Yikes. So thank God that didn't happen. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I guess that's it for this one. I just realized we didn't introduce ourselves at the beginning. So but uh, there were. Just, we'll, oh, we'll, what are you going to do? So what are you going to do? <laughs> I guess uh, until next week, where can people find you, Joe? This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. And you can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Don't forget, uh, you can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And, of course, check out our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So uh, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time. Superman is Clark Kent. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we already warned you. Better watch out, it's gonna ruin the plot. Real spoilers. Real spoilers. Real spoilers.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.